I'm going to arbitrage in Texas and buy in small markets to do Airbnbs like yeah. Arkansas, places like that with stable economies uh, where the hotel industry ain't big and places where they want to see more, I guess what would you call it, more tourism in their in their city or state, in their city anyway. Because yeah. I noticed like it's only like to do an Airbnb down there, it just costs $30 for, uh, for a permit and boom, you're good. Welcome to Live, Let, Thrive, a podcast about the Airbnb life, the share economy, and everything in between. Here are your hosts, Micah and Steve. Hello, hello, hello. And welcome back to another exciting episode of Live, Let, Thrive. Man, <laughs> so what you been up to, Steve? Well, what episode are we on? We Oh, this is episode 79 of y'all's favorite Airbnb, VRBO, Home Away, Turo, all that. Yeah, maybe not Turo so much. <laughs> Yeah, we're trying to get my core guy. Of y'all's favorite um, podcast about hustling and getting that Skrilla. Getting that paper. (laughs) Getting that paper. Yeah, yeah, that's what it's all about. Well, you know, it's about other stuff and flowery things like they say in those books, you know, find your one one thing. Yeah. One thing is money. Shoot, I'm just kidding. Yes. <laughs> One thing is money. <laughs> so we're back, man. We're back for another episode. Episode 79, man. Almost to 80. We got 21 man. to 100. We That's moving. crazy. I know, huh? How did that happen? I know. It came quick. <laughs> I think we were just sitting in a... Where were we at? Sitting in a bar and saying, let's start a podcast, and we did it? Yeah, yeah. You were... Um, that We met... This is Man, how... Shoot. Like two years ago already, right? Dang, it's been that long? Going on two years. Yeah, we started this podcast. Man, yeah, I think so. Dang. Anyways, we met at uh, we met a, meet at a bar. We, we, yeah. we kind of did. <laughs> we met through Bigger Pockets. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. you had, I had put on there something about a, uh, a, a, a investing club, investment yeah. clubs and this and that. And then you said, hey, man, I'll, yeah, I'll go, I'll go check out your investment club and see what's going on, you know? Yeah. You talked about weed stocks a little bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Should have bought was, all was, the ones you could back then. I was real heavy <laughs> into weed stocks. No, I made some money off of it. I sold all of them, but I made some money off of them. Oh, that's um, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You still doing stocks? Well, we still have our club. We still okay. have our investment club, and it's, it's doing all right. We, you know, it went through super highs and super lows, and then you know, back what? up to the middle, and then now it's, we're we're at about seven point two percent return okay. on our money. That ain't, which ain't bad. bad. You know, what's now? My question is, what stocks are y'all investing in? If you want to share, you know, we got some chronic. Y'all did C R O N the Chronos. Oh, we call it chronic, <laughs> and they named it, they labeled it like that on purpose. Right? What is what is the Chronos? C R O N. It's a Canadian weed company, so mm, uh, we got it right before Canada with the game. Okay, yeah, 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 because the whole Canada is legal now. You, you know oh, that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that happened. That was a good move then. Good move. Yeah, yeah. So we got in on the. On the weed stocks, and we got some. Um, we got some Square. I told him the guys to buy some Square. Remember? Okay. Yeah. Got some Apple. Apple dropped, and so we got some Apple. How cheap is Apple now? Well, we we got it at like one fifty, hundred and fifty dollars. Oh, share. I thought you meant a dollar fifty. I'm like, no. what? Like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. one fifty. I wouldn't be okay. doing this podcast right now <laughs> <laughs> if we bought a buttload of Apple at a dollar fifty. But um. We got we got some oil, we got some um booze stocks, you know, we got we got you know okay. stuff that stuff that people will always want and need. Okay. You know, that's what <laughs> they I think. And need. they always want that weed. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. They about to legalize it everywhere. Um but we got the Super Bowl coming up what in two weeks? Yeah. Two that weeks. Atlanta man. Airbnb game is about to be jumping, man. I'm already hearing people pricing their stuff at a couple stat thousand a night. So, yeah, Atlanta Airbnbs are about to be off the chain. If all the people that wanted to get in on that, I, I think it's probably too late. Well, I don't know. I don't think it's too late. You can set one up real quick and uh, sell to, like, a last-minute booking, yeah. get a couple stacks. Yeah, you, know? you can you can do that. It's never too late for the game, you know? Who you got for the Super Bowl? <sighs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> this one, This one is kind of, to me, it's weird. Because I really wanted to see the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. I thought that would be cool. Turn the and ball then, over too much. And then, yeah, and then they got, you know, Brady's going again. <laughs> and, um, and so I'm like, on that side, I wasn't too excited, whatever. And then the Rams, I'm like, I did want them. I was like, oh, it'd be cool to see the Rams in the Super Bowl. Rams and Chiefs. Yeah. They did get in, but man, they got they got that BS call to get in the game. I was yeah. like, man, I felt. We already I, seen the Rams and Chiefs, though. 
In the Super Bowl? No, no, no. Just against oh, each other this year. That was a badass game. Probably that the game was, of the year. Probably was. But so, oh, we got to let old Tom Brady get his chance at the Rams. He ain't played the Rams this year, right? No, uh, he didn't play the Rams. No, no, yeah, no So no. let let Tom nah, Brady get his chance. It'll be at the a Rams. Super Bowl. It'll be it'll be all right. But I, I guess I, I would I would say that the I'd say New England's probably going to pull it out. Yeah, me too. You can't bet against Thomas. You can't. You can't give him give him one week to prepare. He's deadly. Give him two weeks to prepare. It's OV. lethal. Yeah, it's OV. <laughs> Except for against the NFC East. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's, NFC that's East, true. the only people yeah. to smack them in the Super Bowl. Giants yeah. twice and Eagles once. That's true. It yeah, should have been the Cowboys year this time. Right? He's sight. <laughs> but, yeah, so, but, yeah, so we got that going on. People down there about to be, people in Atlanta about to be going off, getting a paper. Um... Well, another exciting thing for the DFW, we got the bullet train coming. The bullet train. Explain. Do you want to explain to everybody what that is? <laughs> you can't bring it up and then tell me to explain it. <laughs> All right. So it's the, uh, I think, do they have them in China? Yeah, they do have them. Uh, they have a, is it China I know or Japan? Japan they do. I Japan. know Japan they do. No, so they got the little bullet train coming to the DFW. Pretty much, um... It's a train that will get you from Dallas to Houston in 90 minutes. That's a, with driving, that's exactly cutting it in half, right? Because it's a three-hour drive. To Houston is like four hours, ain't it? Ooh, no. Well, well, depend on where you're leaving from. If you're leaving from like the heart of Dallas, yeah, it can be four hours. Okay. I get there in two and a half, three, two and a half to three from my house, but I take the back way. But it's pretty much cuts it, that, cuts the whole trip in half. It's what um, it is a hour and a half ride, so. That could be good for, like, the weekends might get booked up on Airbnb, you know, for, like, um, who was it, uh, people coming to town for the weekend. Because I know that's when I'm going to use it, hopping on that weekend trip. So, okay. yeah, the bullet train, I definitely think that can affect some things in Dallas and Houston. I need to pick up some units in Houston, actually. Pick up some units right next to the bullet train. <laughs> oh, yeah. That would be a good one. But, yeah, man. What real, you got going? Real quick, we're doing the Facebook Live thing. I just want to—I know you, you know—say save the questions for last. But my wife, she puts <laughs> she puts something funny. I think she meant to put this one is going to be good, as in this episode's going to be good or great or awesome. Oh yeah! But she accidentally put this one's going to be bored. <laughs> it's going to be wow. Thanks, babe. I didn't know we were boring. <laughs> no, but um, yeah, man. The bullet chain is pretty cool. I would like to try it, you know, at least try it once. But, you know, it's it's funny. It's I work for an airline, so I fly for free yeah, to yeah. get to Houston. But still, I got to go to the airport, go through the, all the security BS, right? Yeah. And then I got to go to the, um, yeah, get on the plane, you know, your luggage, get off the plane, all that crap, get a car, whatever. Yeah. But the bullet train, I mean, it does sound interesting. It does yeah. sound it does sound pretty cool. And, um, and so... But it's going to be expensive, right? I'm hearing it's going to be expensive. But, I mean, I think, well, if it's even if it is expensive, an hour and a half, though, people will take that. I think it'll be a hit. Oh, for business people, for sure, man. You know, All day. You That's what I was thinking, the business yeah, yeah. people. Business folks. Because like- I used to have, when I worked up in, where did I work? At Frisco, we had people, like three or four guys that come in every week. They just... They drive up from Houston. That's where they lived. So, I mean, I think it could be a hit, especially for business people. That would be cool, man. Definitely. Get some, uh, Texas is growing leaps and bounds. And then, of course, Google's coming to Austin. So, they're going to say, hey, we want to stop. We want to spot oh, on already... that bullet train, you know? Oh, yeah. That's what they're doing it for. Because they're, they're doing this as a, what is it? I guess it's a test prototype to see how efficient it is. Yeah. Because they're trying to connect all the metroplexes. Houston, Dallas, Austin, San Antonio. So, I think it will be pretty dope if it hits. I think it will. Yeah, 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 but um, is, so is it a hundred percent guaranteed, or are they still trying to fight it? It's the people down in Navarro County, I think, in Ellis County that are fighting it. You know, the little small town people. Mm-hmm. But I think they're pretty much just gonna run straight through their stuff <laughs> and be like, "Look, player, we got this. Get out the way." Yeah. Uh, <laughs> just scoot over a few feet yeah, that yeah, way. You'll be all right. Yeah, we got it. So <laughs> I think I think it's gonna come because they've been talking about it for too long. You know who I thought was um, fighting it for a while was uh, be the airline industry, because that's the bread and butter. You know the Houston trips, the business. You know Dallas and Houston, mm-hmm. of course Dallas, Austin, Houston, San Antonio. Those are the yeah, yeah that's the business uh, business hub right there. 
Yeah. So they don't want these um, trains coming and, um, you know, doing it for cheaper. But like, as, far, as far as right now, it doesn't look like they'll be doing it for cheaper. Probably around the same price. Mm-hmm. But um, as it, you know, gets more, and more, more yeah. and more popular, of course, the price will drop, right? I would think. I mean, that's just that's just natural. Um, that's just business. Yeah, know, it'll drop as it gets perfected. Yeah. And, if, um, yeah. Have you heard of Vaughn Lanes? No. What's, what's it's that? a bus that'll take you to Houston, Dallas, Austin, and San Antonio. But those are like some plush buses. They're real nice. Like, luxury like, buses. Yes, yeah, luxury buses taking you back and forth between the metroplexes. How much is like a round trip? Like a couple hundred. <laughs> yeah. So about a couple hundred. But I mean, you know what I mean. Now I think I think that's going to be his biggest competitor. Yeah. Yeah, I think that that Von Lane might have some competition issues because if you can be plush on a train and be there in seventy what ninety minutes, mm-hmm. it's going to be hard to beat. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see what's going to be going on. It's growth, man. Growth coming to Texas. The Straight more, up. <laughs> more growth. So I, that's kind of like um, it brings us back to we're always debating: should we buy more real estate right now? And uh, I mean, if, if it keeps keeps popping like it is, man, I mean, shit. I mean, speaking of real estate, man, we got a lot of real estate stuff to talk about. Because remember last episode, we we're talking about refinancing, and it took me a whole week to finally figure out I am going to refinance. But I looked at it from a different point of view. I didn't realize when you refinance, you can now put someone put the your property in someone else's name or your LLC's name. So I'm about to refinance my house in Arkansas, put it into my LLC's name, cash out. The money goes to my LLC, of course, on paper, and then buy another property. <laughs> you say on paper. Yeah, on paper. There you go. That's all that is on paper. So, boom, I buy another property and then keep going from there. Do that 20% Trump wash on your money, right? Yeah. Because I'm going to show drop a 20% piece on something. Because I'm going to buy out of state. I'm not going to buy in Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'm going to start. I'm going to arbitrage in Texas and buy in small markets to do Airbnbs. Like yeah. Arkansas, places like that with stable economies uh, where the hotel industry ain't big. And places where they want to see more, I guess what would you call it, more tourism in their in their city or state. In their city, anyway. Because yeah. I noticed, like, it's only, like, to do an Airbnb down there, it just costs $30 for, uh, for a permit, and boom, you're good. I need to stop telling people this, because I don't want people die dropping down there. But, yeah. And <laughs> uh, hey, they can buy from you, man. Be a little syndicate right there. Yeah, yeah, you know, we might set that up. <laughs> yeah, he's the expert. So, anybody needs some um, property in Arkansas, hit up Micah. He'll put yeah, you in a I nice ain't about place. to put you on because I'm trying to buy right now. I, <laughs> I'll tell you some messed up spots now I'm playing. Ah, but, <laughs> damn. But yeah, man. So yeah, I think I am going to refi. Uh, how's your house search going? Okay, I'll get to that in one second. But I'll, I want to bounce off your, what you said real quick. Okay. And you said, you know, buying the small markets mm-hmm. and then um, arbitrage mm-hmm. in the bigger markets. Mm-hmm. And of course, you're going to live in the bigger market too, right? Yeah. Okay. And, um, and it's... It's kind of funny you should say that because there's this this one uh, real estate show I always listen to. I might have sent you an episode before, mm-hmm. but it's um, Creating Wealth Real Estate Investing, and it's with um, a dude named Jason Hartman. Okay, it's it's a pretty good it's a, it's a very informative um, podcast. Yeah. on real estate investing, he's all a, he's all about buy and hold and all this stuff, and you know pull all the equity out all the time kind of thing. You know, he goes, hey. what, what is his, his one of his saying is refi till you die. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Refi till you die. <laughs> and he has some. He has some good um, arguments why you should do that. And um, and one other thing is, um, yeah, pr- grab that equity while it's there. Protect mm-hmm. it before it disappears. That's the. That's one of the main things. You know, because yeah. you know the market could go down and you lose all that equity overnight, kind of thing. Yeah. That plus, um, and, and when he said this part, it, it was it was funny because I do remember in this in this period. When, you remember when uh, two thousand, you know, two thousand eight, two thousand nine, everything started um, kind of plummeting. Yeah. And these people had, and some these people got into these giant freaking houses that they couldn't afford. A lot mm-hmm. of people, right? Yeah. Whereas other people had this, um, you know, whatever these, you know, paid off little little bitty house that they could afford. Yeah. 
And who did who did the government and the banks bail out? They bailed out that neighbor of yours that got that giant freaking house, and they helped them. You know, they helped them keep that house, and they they ended up paying like less mortgage than your ass, who did everything the right way, the correct way. I'm gonna try to put all these payments towards this house, you know, extra yeah. payments. And these fools that don't have like one percent or negative equity in their house, the government helped them keep in their house, you know. So he said that's another argument why you should you know always pull out as much as you can from your houses. Yeah, because <laughs> then. For real. And plus, the, the banks don't want to take that house back because there's no equity in it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? They want houses with equity. And anyways, that's that's I got way off topic there. But what that's he, actually good. I'm happy you said that because I need to start taking notes on that. They don't want house. no houses with it. Yeah, you're right. Okay, <laughs> refi till you die. <laughs> and so um, I'll send you his um, his um, podcast. But anyways, yeah. the what, another thing that he says on there. Keep going. Another thing that he says on there is. Um, because what you were talking about, you know, buying small market, he he believes in that. He believes in in buying in small markets, like he said, Indy, Memphis, and there's some other ones that he that he believes oh, to buy Memphis in. That, 10. Okay. that doesn't, you know, and he says non cyclical. The ones like um, L.A. is really a cyclical market. It goes way up or it goes way down, you know, mm-hmm. and um, like Chicago, New York, places like that where it's just, you know, mm-hmm. he says buying stable markets that are, you know, smaller markets that will that'll just, um, you know, gradually, you know, grow whatever mm-hmm. year after year and not not go through crazy cycles. And um, and he goes and live where you want to live. Yeah. He said and he goes, the funny thing is he he bought he owns like hundreds of houses, right? And um, he has like a, he has a company that also sells you know turnkeys and stuff like that. But he uh, um, but he go and rent a high end house in a mm. in a city he wants to be in. Really? And so because like he says you get you get all the you get more house for the buck when you rent high end, you know. Yeah. And then um, and of course you don't have to fix anything and you can bounce whenever you want. <laughs> Yeah, said. for real. Whereas if you buy a high-end house, I mean, you're not going to go and, hey, I'm going to rent this for 5000 a month. Who's going to, you know, you're going to have to rent it at a whatever decent price to somebody like him. And he says, so so buy, he goes, buy where it makes sense and yeah. live where you, and where and live where it don't make sense. Wow. <laughs> so it made, it's like when you said that, I was like, that's kind of his philosophy a little bit, yeah. you know. Why buy in these hard markets like where we're at, where it's so competitive and prices are so high, yeah. we can go somewhere else, you know. Next date over, we can yeah. you can run it all from your phone. It's like shit. for real, yeah. It makes a, it makes perfect sense. Man, they refi till you die. Refi. That's my, <laughs> it's a new one for me. I got that. <laughs> Get that monies. Yes, sir. And you were worried about the interest rate when you do that. Yeah, yeah, I was, but I'm not anymore. I mean, the interest rate ain't on me anymore. It's on the company. They'll figure it out <laughs> as long as the numbers make sense. That's, so that's that's another thing I want to ask, like. Do, do you have any of your properties in your LLCs at this moment? No. You don't? No. Okay. Do you plan on doing it? <sighs> what are the benefits of that, of having it in the LLC? Liability, for one. Um, liability, I know there's a 20, I know that, that Trump has that 20% deduction. Um, I, you'd really have to talk to a tax professional, but I just know that I know I would have the debt off of me. That's my whole thing. And I'll, what also another thing I know for me is now that I, I I'm officially since I'm I just I'm gonna get my second 1099 from Airbnb so now I'm officially what is it called self I have self employment on the side for me nice. so I can get loans and stuff through that um, so that's what I'm really trying to do trying to get everything into my business and then just have I may, I may keep my personal home in my my name, and I need to start learning about series LLCs and stuff like that. Because if I start getting multiple properties, I ain't trying to. I'm trying to have multiple properties in different LLCs. Right, right. But yeah, I was just also about getting it off you. Like once I finally got all my most of my business, yeah, all my business debts out into my business now. Like my credit score shot through the roof, but you know, really, yeah, yeah. When I was first doing like my business credit card, it was all on me. I had good credit then, but it really went through the roof when I got it all to my business. Nice, but, nice. Get it off you. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I don't know. It's certain you got to talk to. We're gonna talk to a talk professional. But my guy, he said, yeah, if you could. He was telling me if I got into my LLC, it shows my LLC has debt, and then the income coming in. Now you have a debt to income ratio in your LLC. So nice. Yeah. Good advice, man. I gotta, I gotta do. I gotta hop on that LLC, LLT train. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> LLC train. LLC train. Yeah. And so now that now Trump dropped the corporate um, corporate tax rate to twenty percent, you save a lot of money. Get that twenty. It. I think it's like a twenty percent deduction, right, or something like that. It's something he did. Yeah, something like you can that. come up under any president. Don't worry about who the president is. Just That's get your paper. True. That's true. <laughs> for real. Because <laughs> hey, I came up under Obama and I came up under Trump. So hey, hey. Obama got me my first house and Trump made me thrive in one. So, <laughs> hey, it is what it is. Take what they give. That's that's true. Like my guy says, it's always a loophole. It is. It is. It is. And, and I've told you before, it's like you know, like a, a long balloon. You mm-hmm. know, and it's like you okay. One president's going to squeeze on this end, so all the the air's going to go that end. The other president's going, oh, no, no, the squeeze on this end. It's going to go. You just got to move with yeah, with where the air's going. Go with right? the flow, baby. Go with the flow, straight up, man. <laughs> go with the air. <laughs> so you were asking me um, about you know how our house hunt. Yeah, yeah. And um, and I said we were you know in talks of getting um, Can's house. You know, okay. our our buddy, our kind of mentor kind yeah. of mentor and he of course he always tells you to pull all the money out of your houses too he's can always the man that. yeah can the man he well, probably tells you to pull it out and go buy you a multifamily, doesn't he <laughs> is he about multifamilies? is he is he yeah. all about multifamilies? oh he he's does he of, does he buys duplexes right yeah he's no a duplex he oh, buys like 30 30 unit apartment yeah, complexes he, man he does like he told me he, like when i first met him he was like i told him i wanted to get more units he was like how many multifamilies you have? I, was, I mean, uh, he was like, how many single families you had? I said, he, I said three. He goes, sell them all. Go get multifamilies. <laughs> I said, damn. Okay. But, yeah. I mean, he, he has some good advice, though. He, he knows his stuff. Because I think he has, what, 700 doors? Is that how many he has? Yeah, yeah. What up, Kim? Uh, but, yeah, he has 700 plus doors of all multifamily. I know one unit he has. I seen one of his units. I was going to Airbnb it. Um, he has a unit out in... Uh, Right there by the, um, right there by the stadium, he has like a twenty-something unit out there. Oh, and, and is that the one they're going to try to sell? It might be. I think okay. it is for I think sale. They're, I think they're trying to get paid on that one. Really? Yeah. So he yeah. knows his stuff, man. He, That's why I'm really trying to get into multifamily. Spirit. And so I was trying to, I was trying to buy one of his. Okay. You know, well, my wife really liked it a lot, and you know, that's the one with the small yard. I brought it up before. Well, anyways. Uh, at the le- he he agreed. He's like, yeah, yeah. I want y'all guys to get it and everything. And then, um, I guess his wife. He's, uh, he he blames it on his wife. You know, who knows what the <laughs> truth is? You know, that's 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 our our you know, our guys. You know, married dude sales tactics, right? <laughs> Whenever someone thinks they got us pinned to make a to make a purchase on something, My wife. <laughs> we always got that get out of jail free card. You know, when we're pinned in the corner. You know, oh man, it sounds great. Everything looks. The numbers look great, but. Let me ask my wife <laughs> and get back to you. Then they know, like, this guy's bullshitting me. This guy's bullshitting Where's the pants, man? She does. <laughs> Let me ask my wife. So, anyways, he said that um, his wife didn't want to sell the house after all. They wanted to keep it because okay. it has sentimental value, and they want to make they just hold on to it and keep it as a rental. I'm like, okay. okay, yeah. Okay, I- I'll buy it. I'll buy it. <laughs> But I mean, I wasn't really hurt by it. I was just like, you know, okay, there's other opportunities out there. Yeah. And I don't have to walk out back and and touch my fence when I reach out my, my the back door. <laughs> it's such a small yard. But um, yeah, we'll see. We'll yeah. see. We're still we're still searching, still and I'm searching. still getting I'm still getting whispers from South Padre. I hadn't talked about Padre in a SPI. while. Spi. But well, I've been following it because. Um, um, Boca Chica Beach, which is like right south of South Padre, you can I okay. mean you can actually see the beach from Padre. That's where um, Elon Musk is building the the launch pad for the uh, okay. for the SpaceX, you mm-hmm. know. And um, so I'm like, man, I, I, I keep seeing the progress, and they already got the little rocket built and everything, man. Oh, and so it'll be it'll be hopping. It's actually called a a, a star hopper or something like that. Yeah, it's a, and um, it'll be going up pretty soon. And um, I was like, man, I could get a condo. Make sure that I can see where the you know where the launch pad's gonna be, mm-hmm. man. I so I can rent. Now, when is it supposed to be done? Um, I thought, I thought it was gonna be late this year. Or... I would buy down there then. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you why. If, if you if you um, I might do a little museum and stuff. <laughs> yeah, no, because I'm, I'm that's how I look at it. If you buy down there now and they they get done, let's say the beginning of 2020, let's just give it a year. 
Um, I think what that does is it's going to bring another crowd into there. You know, you're going to have more of a tourist, like it's a tourist crowd now, but you're going to have a business crowd coming in. Because um, right now it's just touristy, right? Yeah, yeah. So you're going to have that sloop of a down season. Maybe during that down season, it can kind of just be steady. Hmm. And so I, th- I think it would be a good time to buy. People are already driving out down there and getting in front of where the rocket's set up on the little launch pad and stuff and, yeah. and driving their Teslas and taking pictures really? with their te- their Tesla in front of the rocket. I mean, you can't get really super close, but you can yeah. see it in the background. They're all taking their pictures with their little Teslas and stuff. Oh, yeah. That's dope. <laughs> so, and it ain't even launched nothing yet. So there's yeah. people already trickling down there to go check it out. Yeah, see, I think, man, I think it, it might be a good place to buy right now, you know. Um, and we love Padre, expen- so we get to use it too. Is it expensive down there? still about the same when I told you I was looking last time, really? you know. Okay. That ain't bad then, you know. So I can probably get a decent one bedroom condo for about 90 Gs and um a two bedroom for about 120, 130 Gs, you know. That ain't bad. It's not bad. It's no, not bad. And then bad if we all. get in, if we get to use it and enjoy it too, that, you know, that's that's yeah. a, that's a plus. Yeah. So, um, still getting the whispers from the island, man, from the island Yeah, hey, I think that might be a good one to <laughs> go ahead and hop on, man, like That'll be a good one. Yeah. So, so that's where we're at. Um, you done your taxes yet? I'm gonna try to avoid taxes oh, at all costs. Because you gotta, you gotta, you gotta. Y'all usually pay, right? Is that what happens? Y'all usually. Yeah, have to- yeah. I didn't already sent. I already paid them this month. As a matter of fact, that's why I was like, I'm mad. The guy had to send the IRS like two G's this month. I'm like pretty pissed. I'm like, dang, I thought y'all were shut down. But. Uh, <laughs> Y'all still out here collecting checks, though. But, uh, no, nah, I ain't done my taxes yet. I ain't even got my W-2s in yet. Um, once I get those, I'm, I got most of my personal stuff done. I just got to fill out, like, gas sheets and all that, send it to my CPA. Yeah, yeah. Um, once I'm done with, because he's like, we'll go ahead and get your business taxes done, then we'll do your personal. But, nah, you done your taxes yet? Yeah, I did. I did them you the did? other day, a couple of days ago. Yeah, I got the W-2s, and I got in I got in the computer. You get your 1099? Rocking and rolling, yeah. Um from, from the Airbnb? from Air Business Bizzle? Yeah. Uh no. <laughs> you, might wanna, you might not want to do your taxes then yet, man. No. Yeah, that's that, that, that's that's tracked income. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you well, got to yeah. I have the printouts and stuff from the from the year, but like you said, Yeah, do you didn't file it on your taxes? Well, I just um you know, I did my own online the H&R block where you fill yeah. in all the numbers. I did all that. So, I guess the 1099 would be a little different, you think? No, you'd have to file it in there. Like oh, it you? says your 1099K forms. Mm-hmm. You ain't going to send it to you. You need to just file it in there. Well, unless uh, you're, unless like me, I, I file mine completely separate because it's an LLC and the other one's our, our personal stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah, but if you guys are, like if your stuff says, like if your 1099 says Steven Swata, you know, you gotta, uh-huh. yeah, you got to file it with that. Oh, okay. All right, well. Might have to do some amending might, going might have on. To, you know, don't worry. You might get away with not reporting it. I mean, of course I did that, Michael. <laughs> Shit. Put me on the spot and my stuff. My bad, my bad. <laughs> uh, I'll just see it because I was like, man, you got your 1099 already. <laughs> I ain't got mine. That's what I was like, dang. <laughs> but nah. Um, but hey, you know, I ain't filed my tax yet. I've been trying to. I, I hate tax season. I personally do. Like, everybody loves it. We, me and Mahogany, we're like, shit, that time of the year. <laughs> <laughs> now, do you, do, you, um, do you pay your property taxes as the year goes, or do you wait till the end? Uh, only on my, my condo, I wait till the end, and I already paid it. That oh, okay. Another $2,000. Oh, okay. Because you don't, you don't buy into that philosophy? Just hold on to your money until you have to pay the IRS? You don't buy into that? Uh, someone on our show came and said that. I don't know, man. Uh what you, you mean when you have to? When they well, on your ass? Well, well <laughs> <laughs> when April fifteenth's rolling around and you're and you. Oh, I mean, I mean, I don't know. I'm just saying, is it worth it to to pay your pro? You know, put all that money that you would be paying in property taxes into an account where it's making you money, and then you here could. comes tax season, and then boom, here you go. Here's yeah. your, and you made a little bit off that money instead of just paying them the money every month. If you're you had good. enough properties, it might be worth yeah, it. Yeah, right? yeah, I think it is worth it now. But I, I just, I just. Get it's simpler it. just yeah. to... Yeah, but I, I might start doing that, actually. Once I get this next property rolling in, I might start doing that. But yeah, it's a thought. Yeah, it's I, a thought. I've always... I've never done it that way, but um, I know people at work that just have one house, and they still do it that way. They're like, oh, man, I got to write this $10,000 check to the IRS coming up, because, you know, property taxes for their house is like yeah. 10 Gs, but they don't pay it until... 
until April fifteenth, so they're 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 not looking forward to tax season. Yeah, I just just pay it. I I figure just pay it all the way. I can't that ten thousand dollar check, man, and give me it, man. I'll be anxious like ten G's. I'm giving this to y'all, man. Yeah, man. It's a rough lick. So, what else were we talking about today, man? We got. Um, I I spoke with Jerome. Oh yeah, yeah. what's been up with Jerome? Jerome Shut what up, Jerome? Jerome. Rome in the hat. (laughs) He says. He says, "What's up?" You know. Um, He says, "Miss you guys." Um, they, he said he's kind of been laying low on the real estate for a little bit after they um, they defin- they redid the they redid the last house and you know got it up and going and everything. Mm-hmm. He said it was just such a long arduous process and just you know trial and error and all that yeah. stuff. And but after all that, they finally got it up and running. They said they're going to take a break from you know acquiring for a while because it just <laughs> it really put a lot on them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And um, but. But they said they still follow the show, they still mm-hmm. listen, they still like our stuff, but they just been um laying low for a little bit. And um and well he Where's he at again? His location. He, he's Not a, Philly, he's somewhere else. He's from Philly. He's from Philly. But Carolinas, he's in, right? God, or Virginia. It. Is it Virginia? Oh shit. Because I was going to ask him how the market is in North, North Carolina, right? Yeah, the Carolinas. Because I told him I wanted to go see a game. And okay. He said, yeah, 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 yeah. And um so so he he said he's kind of he's kind of like yeah like I said he's taking a break a little bit of break from real estate yeah you know I think and um what well, he said that I, I was like I, I was I told him I know what you I know how I know what you mean yeah because I've been I've been thinking the same in a way especially going to doing the Airbnb route because it is a lot of you know it's more hands on and this and that and um yeah, well, I, I know you can automate it the freak out of it. <laughs> <laughs> well yeah go ahead and um. But he was saying that, like, yeah, like I said, he, you know, he he works at the post office still. But he made a he made a good point. Yeah, he made a point I didn't even think of at the time. And he said, he said, for example, you know, he's a, he said it's a lot of work. Oh, okay, because I said, you know, I said, you know, I, I kind of sometimes I get the feeling sometimes too, where whereas I could, I said, instead of putting all this money, you know, into into buying a house, fixing it up, renting it out. Fixing it up again whenever something goes wrong, renting it out again. You know, I was like, you know, I was speaking more long of the long term thing. I was like, I wonder if what that, you know, what that return is if you compared it, you know, with all the stuff you have to put into it towards if you just pumped, you know, if you just pumped all your money into the stock market, all your extra money into the stock market, maxed out your 401k, maxed out your IRA, and just let that ride as opposed to using money that money instead to to try to accumulate real estate i just said i wonder what the difference would be sounds like steve's going dave ramsey on us man what, <laughs> no. what's he doing man this is, he wants to work forever and go dave ramsey on us oh, man. Go ahead. i've just it was just a thought I, it's crossed my mind i was like if i would have just started out doing that i wonder what you know what yeah. the stack would be different yeah. i still believe in real estate and it's it's you know there's there's a, there's a bunch of reasons we spoke about before but um, it gets frustrating sometimes, and um, and so so I, I was just you know we were chatting back and forth, yeah. And he said, you know, he said he's thought of, he's thought of those things too. You know, would it be just easier to dump it all into the stock market and just let it ride, whatever? Yeah. But then he thought about. He said he really his his reason for doing it is to leave a legacy to his kids kids and grandkids and and his big point that he made and it's what i wrote on the one of the topics was um because jobs like mine he said like the post office and um similar jobs he goes he goes with the ai coming and all this stuff they might be gone like they might be there might not be these jobs for our kids so i'd like to have a nice you know legacy of the real estate to to leave to the kids so they can run it and they'll have their own business you know built-in job or whatever and um i was like I was like, AI, huh? I was like, I didn't even think about that. You know, how many of these jobs that we're just used to nowadays might just be gone, you know, when, by the time our kids are grown and, and ready to hit the, the job force? Straight up. So. I mean, well, go to, I'm going to bounce back what off you said. That's the only reason I do real estate is for my kid. My kid and his kid and moving on. I mean, you have to, you have to build something straight up. I'm happy you said that because that's, that's the truly reason why I do it. But yeah, there are jobs that are going to disappear. But 
have to remember when those jobs disappear, it's going to create more jobs because whatever you create has to be troubleshooting has to go on, building has to go on. So it, it's always going to create other jobs. It's just you got to prepare them skill wise to have those jobs or trade wise, whatever it is, you know. Because I want I want my kids to have a choice. Like if they say, hey, I don't want to go to college, I don't want to be sitting there. Oh man, you got to go to college. It's the only way. No, forget that. If you don't want to go to college, hey, here's your real estate. You can use the cash flow from this. You can sell it. It gives you so many different options. So, yeah, it's something to think about. But I love real estate. And the reason I keep doing, like, Airbnb, because I've, I've, I've streamlined it and made it easy. And once you mm-hmm. make it easy, it's, like, I'm very hands-off with my Airbnbs. It's just a hands-off process. But I know a lot of people come to me saying, yeah, it's a lot of work. I'm like, even people in that professional host group, they're like, yeah, it's just so much more work. And I'm like, I think you just have to write – Take note, I'd rather spend 20 hours automating something so I'd never have to do it again. If you take that time and automate it, never have to do it again. That's how I look at it. That's, uh, that's a great way to look at it. Yeah. And um, it's the only way to keep from going crazy, I think. Yeah, yeah. Because if you sit there and go crazy, you just really pretty much at the end of the day, you need to get to a point where you're just collecting paychecks. Straight yeah. Up. And, and, um, and three things that I thought of just right now while you were, while you were saying that. Yeah. Cause what what different, differentiates a real estate from stocks. And I just come up with three words. Fun, pride, and challenge. It might not seem fun at the time, but it can be. It can be when you when you like um when you know what you're doing and you're honing your skills and you, you're making it, you know, the yeah. business you want it to be. That's to me it's a challenge, right? Mm-hmm. It's a challenge to do all that. Uh to figure out, you know, how you need to set up the house, how you need to fix it, how you need to paint it, all this stuff. And it's hard work. Yeah. It's challenging. But at the same time, when you know, you get that pride when it's done, you know. Yeah, straight you, up. You, you can't do that with a stock. You can, okay, I'm going to just pour money into Apple. Hope it does well. Oh, crap. The next one day well, it's When down. it does well, you get that pride. <laughs> you get that <laughs> but You get a prideful paycheck. You can't call it. Mr. Cook and say, hey, man, why don't you make an iPhone that does this? You know, he, yeah, you can't. Yeah. I mean, your house, you can do whatever the F you want. I mean. Yeah. To a point. That's true. <laughs> Can't well, yeah. paint it purple with pink polka dots and stuff. But <laughs> but um but with a house, I mean you get that pride because you can go and okay, this is my this is my investment. It it's pumping out it's pumping out five percent a year for me. Mm-hmm. I want it I want to get it to nine percent. How can I do that? That presents the challenge. Yeah. Hey, if I if I open up this area here and make it more open looking, put some new appliances, boom, you know, get people who want to rent it out more. You control and, it. Yeah, yeah. And and that that's the challenge and that's the pride comes in. And you remember when Al William you asked Al Williamson when he invested in real estate if you invested in the stock market and he said no? Because he had no control over it. And that was the thing. Yeah, you don't have no control over it. That's I love Al. We need to do Al. We need to get Al on the phone. Al part two. Man. Yeah. I forget. Yeah, because he, he does. He has some good stuff, he says. Yeah, and I, that is one of them why I kind of, I ain't going to lie, it was a little shortly after that I pulled out the stock market. Because I was like, he's right. You have no control over it. At least real estate, you can calculate it, control it, yeah, yeah. grow it, you know. But that's, a, that's our mentor, Al, right there. Yeah, Al Williamson. Al Williamson. Look him up. But we had a very important question come from, I'm not going to say her middle name because I'm going to mess it up. No, from Julie Gates. Remember, she said, um, she asked, it was a question towards me. She said, I would like to send a constructive comment. We're going to get out of all that. And we're doing. She said, Micah, <laughs> I don't get it. I have listened to every episode and I think you have timeshares, but how many and how did you get them? Okay, I'll answer that. She said, I feel like you throw out your six places downtown and three in Arkansas. I only have one in Arkansas. And 12 in California, my head spins. Any chance can you do a how he got here episode? I hear the hustle in your voice. And I think this guy is working so hard to get ahead and mentioning your 38 listens in the Midwest. And I think he's loaded. Why is he hustling so hard? So I'm hustling hard because I'm still working. I ain't Uh. retired yet. But no. (laughs) Um, To answer the first question, what was it? She said... How did you get there? How did you get to that? Or- how did I get my time? Hold on. How many do I have and how did I get them? Timeshares, I have like just listings. And these, remember, these listings are open all the time. Just listing timeshare listings. I have like 450 ish, 450 ish. And then like the rest are all personal properties and arbitrages. Um, how I got them, I pretty much got a Worldmark timeshare. And they give me access to properties all nationwide. 
and I just list them. I just go on the website, copy and paste, and list them. <laughs> I have my VA do it now. Um, that's pretty much how I got them. Uh, the reason I'm still hustling them, no, I'm definitely not loaded. Uh, I mean, there's only so much you can make because they're only open like three-month stints, and right now they've put in rules where you have to have guest passes, which makes it harder. So right now I, I pretty much changed my tactic. I only rent them out a month at a time. So like the 1st of February, I'll open up all my February places. We'll be opening up a whole bunch of places at one time. Um, so, I mean, that's just why I do it. Plus I, I feel like I want to have assets as well. Like I want to have real estate for my kid, like I was just saying, for my kids. Um, but, yeah, I'm definitely not loaded. I mean, I make pretty good money doing it, but it's nothing to retire off of, and I'm looking for retirement freedom. But, yeah, I guess you wanted to know the whole – that's pretty much the whole story behind the it. The Micah origin story. <laughs> Story. <laughs> started out he was living in the ocean right <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that's if you want more just hit me up or hit us up i'll talk about it more on the air or whatever but yeah that was well that thing we wanted to talk about julie gates thanks for being a listener by the way julie but, gates thank yeah, you julie gates. are you good any, question any kinda bill keep the qu- <laughs> yeah keep the questions coming we, yes, we dig that we, we appreciate the questions and, and you got a <laughs> question on the email that was like about it was about oh, the yeah, length yeah. of a novel <laughs> i'll just briefly t- yeah it was a good good question though but yeah <laughs> it, i felt bad i mean i don't know i won't go into specifics with the question unless you yeah, wanted was, to or say the name and all nah, that stuff. Know, okay. but yeah you, you're gonna hit her up but uh, yeah. you know she'll she have to pay to talk to you business business yeah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, yeah but um the gist of it was like she Man, that's this is what scares people about timeshares. They've been everybody's hit been hit yeah, with a timeshare, fast talking, fast talking. They're like, and then ah. they, they get to the point where you you know they where you, you ask questions. They yeah. it's the questions you want them to, they want you to ask them. And she's like, well, you know, because she was thinking she thought about you the whole time, and she's yeah. like, okay, can I rent out? Can I you know? You said bonus, <laughs> you know, bonus weeks of this and that. I can rent these out on. I, yeah, you can yeah. you can throw them up on whatever platform and rent them out yourself and make money off your timeshare. They were yeah. t- they were like sweet talking her and this and that and then um then she signs the damn dotted line and next can't thing you know it. she can't find anybody that knows anything about doing that yeah I mean, and it was gotta... sad because she's calling like everybody talking all and they're saying oh try this person try and this I, or try this and that's and just I didn't the know run around she was man talking about but i think QCI i think i know she was yeah. so crazy but like i tell people like i tell people i have whole courses and stuff i talk about like what timeshare to get where to get it and i told her where to get it but yeah, you got to be careful. I, I've said in the past, don't go invested in timeshares. The only reason I got it was because somebody had it. My parents had it. They don't use it. And I just had it. And I found, I just read the little fine print and I found out I could rent it out. I mean, most of those people in those little timeshare sales, they're going to tell you whatever the hell you want to hear. Man, <laughs> sell, that's straight up lie. That's straight up lie. They, they will. So I, I was like, dang. But she said she found a way to get rid of it. So that's pretty cool, too. So. Well, she. Kind of yeah, did. Kind of did, yeah. yeah she's going to take a hit on that credit, I think. Possibly. <laughs> give it yeah. back. Because um, I told you um, when my, my stepmom got and got a timeshare. Oh, or she got yeah. at, over in Mexico, I remember. And um, I think she dropped like ten grand that day. Put it on the credit oh. card. And, uh, and the, but, she, but she had asked him because um, my, my stepbrother. Um, he was he he was getting married and they were they were going to go on a trip to Argentina. Mm-hmm. She said, "Oh, so y'all say you got him all over the world? You got him in Argentina too? Oh man, we'll put him up in the best place in Argentina. <laughs> Don't even worry about it. It'll be free because you're signing up today." Blah, blah, blah. Anyways, long story short, everybody's been through these uh, timeshare pitches, but and a lot of y'all got burned. You know, mm-hmm. I'm sorry to hear that. You know, it's, it sucks. But anyways, she um. Soon as like okay, she, like the next day she called him and she's got okay. I'm gonna book the Argentina the Argentina trip for my son. They're like, oh, sorry, we don't we don't have any in Argentina at the moment. And like, wait a minute, he just told me y'all had Argentina. No, we we have we don't have him oh. there. Sorry, I don't know who you talked to, but la, 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 la. rider right, day one the runaround didn't even she didn't even get to use it. What and and then she started then she started getting like, started that little, those feelings like uh oh what did I do kind of shit mm-hmm. you know and then she went and researched online that particular um that particular I don't know if it was Wyndham or I don't know who the hell it was yeah 
No, no, it wasn't. It was something star or something. Mm-hmm. Anyways, she she went and looked it up, and all, all these people talking about how it scammed them. They even did like a, a twenty twenty thing on them or sixty minutes thing on this. <laughs> she's like, oh crap, Bruh. you know. And so she ends up um, trying to cancel. Of course, she can't get a hold of anyone down there in Mexico to cancel this <laughs> damn thing. It's uh, she, it sucked, dude. But she got out of it. Luckily, she, she got out of it and she got her money back too. Man, I was gonna say I need to be a timeshare salesman for ten G's. <laughs> up with all types of stuff of course they start off at 50 for fifty thousand, you know blah, blah, blah. then they go okay we got a used one that you can get for ten thousand. you know that's yeah. stupid you can buy them all on ebay for a dollar so don't go out and buy a freaking timeshare unless you no. talk to this guy first go take his course you know? <laughs> yeah I, I definitely wouldn't that it wouldn't be in my suggestion for you to buy one i can tell you how to get one off market um, but yeah, I wouldn't tell you to go buy a timeshare. I can, you can get timeshares for a dollar, by the way, and I can tell you how to do that. But yeah, man, don't get caught in the timeshare scam if you don't know what you're doing. <laughs> so is uh, it, is it still worth it for you? You're still making good, good bank on your timeshares. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm making, I'm, I'm creating, I got a bigger margin. It's just now that they don't come in as frequent due to the pricing, but I ain't really tripping because I'm, I'm, that's why during that seven months that I was off, I was purposely taking all my money, all the profits I was making off timeshares, and I was throwing it at arbitrages. So, yeah, you got to use it for something else, you know. <laughs> you got to use it for something else. So, Yeah, you can't. And, and we talk, We spoke about the government shutdown a little bit last week, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone asked me about the government shutdown. Go ahead, though. And no, no, that's, that's, I mean, that's, what, that's the main reason we're saying you should get other streams of income. Because yeah. the situation comes up like that. And Straight you said up. that's why you, when you were off work, but you chose to be off work in a way. Yeah. I mean, they, they laid you off, but you didn't, you weren't really trying to jump back into a job yeah, real quick. Yeah. You're, you're enjoying it. You were, um, what is it called? Um, fun, fun employed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Fun employed. Hustling. <laughs> but, but it, it, it was the byproduct of it. It was, it made you hit your business even harder. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. Mm-hmm. And then when you're ready to bounce back to the market, you're, you're even in a stronger position yeah. than you were. When you were just, you know, doing the, the nine to five grind, right? Yeah, because now everything's passive, you know, all right. that was passive. Now I just have, to, I had time to go back to work pretty much. Um, but yeah, speaking of the shutdown, a guy asked in the Airbnb group, he said, uh, and that professional host, he goes, hey, has the shutdown messed with anyone's Airbnb income? And everyone was like, no. And I was going to write in there, yes, yeah, because the air traffic controllers are pretty stupid. Everyone's still traveling. All they got to do is, like I said, call in, man. But yeah, so I looked that up. The there hasn't thing. been a time that all air traffic controllers went on strike. Okay, so the Reagan thing, which ones went on? I strike? I think it was just the ones in DC. Was it just DC? I no. think it was DC and some. It was a few other ones, but not enough to have an impact. But I'm saying, if all air traffic controllers called in, America <laughs> be grounded. Dude. It would be like, grounded. Yeah, yeah. UPS so. UPS planes can't fly. You're going to have some economy issues. For <laughs> real, man. Want their stuff, man. Straight up. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, yeah, but I haven't seen any down. In, I, I couldn't imagine there being any any decrease in travel due to the shutdown. I mean, there are longer lines. Like they said, Atlanta shut it down like five or six TSA agent lines due to the people just saying, forget it, we're not coming, or like they're calling in sick, so. Mm. Yeah, we do got to get the guy. Hopefully, the government gets back up and running because I do have a meme I've been waiting to share. As soon as the government gets back up, it's going to be. I don't. I don't want to post it now because I don't. I don't want people to feel like I'm trolling people that are off work or anything, which I'm not. No. But it's just something to click people's mind and think about, like what what people do for the American for the dollar, you know. So, yeah, yeah. the day the government comes back up, I'll be sharing that meme. You'll see what it is. But yeah, and definitely. Remember that feeling when you do get your job back, yeah, and you do get that because they're going to get um some retro pay, nice yeah, little, they're going to get a nice little ch- nice little check. Yeah, what are you going to do with that check? It might be an opportunity, blessing in disguise, yeah. you know. Well, what they're going to do with that check is pay their bills. Some of them, most of them. <laughs> you know, but I'm not saying all of them, but most of them made the bank waiting on they pay. You know, but. I mean, I don't know, man. It's just sad. It's just sad that it's like that. You know, it's people in the military not getting paid. You know, it's messed up. So, you know, it is what it is. But it is what it is. Yeah, I hope hope but the government gets it'll, it'll 
Maybe baby Trump will get his wall. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, hopefully, uh, whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. I don't know what it's going to take. Oh, did you hear about the couple that died in the Airbnb in San Diego? Oh, snap. What happened there? A tree fell on the house they were in and that, killed them. Oh. Yeah, damn. and that's why a bunch of people were asking. They were like, hey, is it better to run it through an LLC for liability purposes? They were like, you can remove that personal liability. I was like, yeah, that'd be a good reason. Jeez. But yeah, that's crazy, man. A tree. Fell I never, around. I never thought about something like that because I think I have a big ass tree behind my Arkansas house, so I need to get that yanked down. But I think, but in this situation, they said the tree was in the neighbor's yard and fell over to their yard. Oh damn! Yeah, it's messed up. All types of liability issues. Maybe the neighbor has to pay up. I don't know. That does suck, dude. I know that's bad, man. You go on vacation, and they were elderly couple too. So yeah, it's. That's crazy to think about. You know the hotel industry will use that on every string they can to <laughs> Airbnbs that, you know. It's killing people. Yeah, yeah. You know how the game goes. I know how it is. Um, when is it time to call it quits on the Airbnb game? That's a good question. You, when it ain't you making had, you no bread. <laughs> <laughs> or when... You, it's got. It's kind of like got to be like a graph when it, when it, when it gets too much headache for for not not enough pay or this, it's good pay but a lot, a lot of headache. You know, it's, it's got to be a balance. I don't know. I think everybody will know. What's we'll your know. thoughts? <clears throat> huh? I I've been recently I've been recently thinking of jumping out, and and my my reason is because um, well, first of all, to me, long term rental is less work. Let me and manage your Airbnb. Just boom. You going to do it? Yeah. It's easy. <laughs> I'll um, never be at your place. And you'll yeah. never hear a phone call from me. And you're, you'll get a bunch of five-star reviews. Yeah? And it'll be profitable? Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't know. I charge 20%. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. Hey, that's, that's what you to make it profitable. I mean, I'll make sure my profit goes up, and if my profit goes up, your profit goes up. Well, are you, are, are you or are we still preaching that people should go underground if if these um if their city bans Airbnb? Is it worth going underground? That's a good question. Um, I would say go underground. Like you said about the taxes thing, pay when it's time to pay. Go underground until they come holler at you, which I doubt the city of Hearst will. I think Hearst is just following suit of other people. They're like, oh, they're doing it, so we're going to do it, you know. Right, right. So that's how I look like, at it. Like an opportunity is coming up where um, – because I, I did place my my uh, rental on, um, on the Zillows and all that as a okay. long-term rental, you know, hands-off kind of thing. And um, actually someone's going to come check it out tomorrow. Okay. And she's interested in it and – and the thing is, I have I have Airbnb beers. Well, it's funny because like I have Airbnb beers until like the second week of February. She wants to move in in February, okay, which is not a problem. But then it's like a there's like an empty spot, and then it jumps all the way to the end of April. I have someone renting it for a week, and so I'm like, okay, I'm gonna ask you this question. It's, it's this led me to this question right here okay. to ask you. I really, I really do want to turn it into a long term because I by by May I wanted to get out of it altogether because they're going to ban it in the city. I didn't want to go. I was planning on giving it a facelift and getting new furniture and all that stuff for it. But if it's going to be a ban and they could, you know, it could they could come knocking on my door and it could be shut down. You know, after I spent all that money on new furniture and this facelift and everything, um, I decided well I'm going to just do it until May and bounce and just rent it long term you know okay and so well this lady represents a situation where i mean she makes good money she um she wants to rent it for 18 months 18 month lease and um you know at the price that i'm that i'm asking i mean we'll see she she still got to go check it out but furnished no she don't want she don't want furnished she'd take you know i can so i'll take my furniture out of it and um anyways she's gonna you know She's going to rent it at the price uh, we were trying to rent it at. And um, so what I was going to ask you was that um, <laughs> what if she said, well, I really like your place. I want to rent it. Here's the deposit, first month, blah, blah, blah. Uh, but I got to be in, in February because my lease is up, you know, first of February. I, I want to be in. And, and But I have those people at the end of April. I mean, just cancel it if your margin's what you want it to be. So just 
like that. Yeah, just cancel it. I mean, if your margin's what you want it to be. I don't have a question. This is my question, though. What's the headache of Airbnb that you're having? <clears throat> the headache, I guess, um, <laughs> well, my wife's doing the turnovers. Right, she's always done them. The cleanings, turnovers, and I have. Is hired... she is she cool with doing the turnovers? She wants to do them. Okay, so go ahead. She was. I mean, for and before, you know, when the baby was, you know, not walking yet, and just and she'd chill out in her little crib or her little um pack and play, whatever. It was a lot easier. My wife could knock them out. Now the baby's running around, getting into everything, so it makes these cleans harder, putting pressure on her. Plus, she um, she's wanting to start her own her own esthetician, get into more of her esthetician business, which is which is great, and um, and so I've I, and um, I've been having to go over there too to help her out, you know, stuff like that, and and yes, I have and I have hired tried to hire cleaners, and they just don't do that good of a job they don't they're not like airbnb cleaners and i haven't you know i haven't hit up your thing yet <laughs> sounds like man you're, you're you're not doing it you just don't okay are you on price labs i'm not on price labs are you on turnover bnb no so all you need to do is take 20 minutes and automate everything you do price labs turnover bnb let they handle your pricing so you just need 20 minutes to automate mm-hmm. everything 20 minutes, no more work from you. Or, I mean, all you'll end up doing, I think probably at your point, would be, what, talking to guests? Because the funny thing is, I'm hopping out of Airbnb, too, though. <laughs> You're preaching Kinda. to me. Kind of, yeah. I'm pulling my three rooms out of my house. I'm, not, I'm no longer going to Airbnb out of my house. That's a big, that's a big, big thing right there. What, what is that about? I saw you wrote, you wrote that down. What is that about? Um, I'm, me, me and Mahogany were talking last night. We were like, dude, we got enough assets to a point now. Like, we have enough Airbnbs where we don't need to do the rooms anymore. We're going to, because remember, I was looking at the next gen homes. Mm-hmm. And they're starting out at like 340. And I'm like, dang, do I want to drop that bread for that? But then I'm looking at it. And then I had a bad feeling from them. So let me tell you what happened. I went up to the, <laughs> you know, I went up to the uh, next gen homes up in North Fort Worth, far North Fort Worth, mm. all the way up there. So, you know, I'm those parts of towns. Yeah, yeah. Ain't too many of us up there. Uh, so, you know, so I, uh, you know, I have my, I have my jacket on. You know, I got the, you know, I'm, I'm getting ready for my dread. So I got my dread, you know, my hair a little wild. So I hop on my car. You know, I have a button up shirt and some slack. No, no, jeans. And my, uh, I had some dress shoes on because we had a bunch of business to handle that day. So I hop out the car, but Mahogany wasn't with me. And usually get a better reaction of people with mahogany's with me. You know, me, mahogany, my son, we're a family or whatever. Yeah. So I hop out the car. I go up here to the house. And nobody's inside. And I'm like, what the hell? And, you know, it's all these home builders. These three, four houses, they're all home builders. Yeah. So I walk over to the other house. And I knock. And I get in. And I'm like, hey, where's your next-gen home? She's like, oh, you're looking for the Lennar home. She goes, they're over there, which I was originally at. And she goes, yeah, it's a lady in there named such and such. And go over there. And I go over there. And I knock again. And I look. And there's a lady in there. And I got you know, I don't know what she looked at, but she looked, kind of looked at me, and I knocked again, <laughs> and she just kind of looked, and I'm like, okay. So I was like, all right. So I sat there for a minute, and I'm like, oh, F this. I'm leaving. So I ended up leaving. I drove 35 minutes out here to get Jeez. there. Right? So I was like, yeah. And I, I told the lady who I was talking to originally in the email, I'm like, hey, I went out there this weekend, and I wasn't, there's a terrible customer service. So I didn't get no help. And she's like, oh, so she sends this other lady down, sends me an email. Hey, just come back out. So I was like, man, I ain't giving these people no money. You know, so that's why I was like, eh. And then we talked last night, and I was just like, she was like, we could just stop doing the Airbnbs at the house, you know, because we're trying to have another kid. So mm-hmm. I was like, we can go ahead and do that, you know, just stop doing Airbnb at the house. I mean, if it, if we ever drop income, like any, income drops or something, we always know we can go back to doing it, you know, because we, we now have the knowledge in our head of how to Airbnb a room. So, or if you go out of town for a week, you can yeah, rent out a whole house. Exactly. Out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so that's what we're gonna do. So I'm gonna I'm hopping out it on that end, out of my personal residence. But I'm still this next house that I'm gonna buy is gonna be an Airbnb. You, but, you know what? <laughs> when you're telling me that story, what I instantly thought of, and I used to used to watch uh, those um you know home shop home buyer shows or whatever yeah. flips and or, well the the shows where the 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 couple goes and looks for their house yeah. you know and they show them a few houses and this and that yeah and this one time there was this black family right yeah and it was a husband wife and their kid 
and they're looking at this neighborhood as oh this is a t- you know, this is a nice house and she was showing you know walking up walking down the street this is where you know this little park over here this is where your house is and blah blah yeah. blah he goes oh look isn't it? someone said isn't that nice honey that you know you can see the neighbors looking out the blinds already you know just to see what's going on you know, I was like yeah I know why they're looking out the blinds they're like, please don't move here please don't move here yeah straight up and that's kind of the feeling I got and I was like and I looked I'm like man we ain't giving these people no money forget them man they neighborhood I'm out we just- <laughs> joke about it but still no, it's just that, like it's like that when, like when someone else uh, is watching that show they're like oh you know that's cool they're checking out who their new neighbors are gonna be I was yeah, like, oh yeah. man there's some nervous white people <laughs> 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 no offense we got <laughs> for real because i was like what because i'm sitting like, it was funny though because i knocked on the door she's looking dead at me too and i'm like you ain't gonna open the door i'm like oh, okay yeah i ain't got no paper to give you anyway like i told you <laughs> so but <laughs> You, you you remember Kelvin Garman? He played for the Cowboys. I went to Haltom High School with him. He's a lineman. Anyway, for- long story short, short yeah, this um this 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 big black dude lineman. Mm-hmm. You know, he was like the most popular dude in school. Yeah. And he went and played for the Cowboys for a little bit, and San Diego Chargers and stuff. But he um my cousins were were. <laughs> It's funny. Yeah. He said about the paper. Yeah. And, he, and he said, and my cousins uh, and his friends, he told me the story. He said, oh, we were at the store and we saw these girls. We tried to mac to them, you know. Mm-hmm. And he goes, they just kind of blew us off. And we saw Kelvin. Like, he, saw, he saw what was going on. He's like, what's going on, man? He's like, oh, we're just trying to holler at these girls. But they just yeah. walked away. He said, he should have pulled out a wad like this and say, I was going to hook you up. <laughs> I was going to hook you up. <laughs> so you should have pulled out a wad of that chick in the, yeah, the door. Yeah, I should have. I was like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> see, but you know what? A lot of people, see, and a lot of people, I, I talked to this dude one time. He told me a story when he was over in, uh, where was he at? I think he was in Japan or China. It was, he was in the military. And he goes, man, it was this watch sitting there, man. He's looking at this watch. And he goes, the ladies kind of give me this little bad kind of vibe. Like, I couldn't afford the watch, you know, because of who he was. And he's like, man, he went and bought the watch anyway out of spite. And I'm like thinking to myself, and he goes, years later, I thought to myself, man, I shouldn't have bought this damn watch. I shouldn't have gave that lady my money. I was like, for real, man, we got to start thinking like that. Quit giving people your money if they don't want you to, you know, if they don't want you there. You know what I mean? That's how I look at it. It's business. You don't want me here? Get your peace out. Someone yeah. else will take this. Paper. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Somebody else gonna take this bread. So hey, well yeah, I was like, forget it. So you know, it is what it is. It is, man. It's it's funny. We see things a little differently. Yeah, definitely. You know. So hey, I was like, but yeah. So I'm gonna stop doing the Airbnb. So it sounds like Steve needs to hop on Turnover B and B and Price Labs. So you, so that's what I'm saying. Ten minutes worth of work will have you never having to do any of that again. Because, okay, with cleaners, you have to be patient. I've had bad cleaners. <laughs> there you go. There you you go. have to be patient. I mean, I've had people give me bad reviews because of cleaners, but I worked with her. I found out she was trying to build her cleaning business. She's got it rolling now. You know, I get fives on the on the cleaning. It's just you have to sit there and be patient with it, you know. Because, I mean, if Lupita stops cleaning, she can focus her time on all this makeup stuff she does and make a fortune doing that, you yeah, know. Because yeah, I remember me and Mahogany, when we used to go clean our condo. Now we don't do it like we focus on building our business. She's building her mahogany fit business, you know. He puts mm-hmm. your time in other places, man. There's power in time, man. People, A lot of people forget that. A lot of power in time that people forget about. And, and that's the thing, though, because, I mean, to me, but like I said, on top of that, on top of um, automating it, you know, completely 100%, yeah. I did want to give it a nice facelift because I, I still got, <laughs> and I hear people talk about it. Yeah, you can't start an Airbnb, you know, on other shows. He goes, people still trying to start Airbnbs with grandma's couch and stuff like that. And literally, I don't have, I have, I have, you know, and mine, my place looks, it's cool, but I literally have uh, couches that, you know, have just been handed to me from, you know, yeah. previous people. They're not terrible, but it's just like, there's no, I'm, I'm going against every color scheme there, there ever yeah. was. And, um, it, it and, I wanted to get a bigger TVs and put TVs in all the... I started thinking of all this stuff and all this money I was going to spend, but I was like, is it worth it for me to spend all this money? Why you got to spend a lot of money, man? TCL TVs, $300 for a 55-inch, man. That's $300. You'll get it back? <laughs> what do you mean? Charge that to the game. You spend that little 300 and you know what I'm saying? You get your money back. You know what I mean? That's so, true. That's you know, true. That's you'll get true. your money back. Even if they shut me down day one, though. Because I, yeah, I want to put new you beds. You get your money new back beds in one book. still money. It still adds up. You, you want new beds? Why you well, want new I beds? still... I got some... I mean, just wear and tear. Just oh, okay. people have been using, you know, bumping, bumping. Oh, yeah. Getting a freak <laughs> on, man. 
I was going to say something else, but he's under controversy. So. No. Oh, R. R. Kelly. Yeah. Uh, we ain't going to talk about him on the show. But, yeah, man, you know. Uh, but, hey, you know, people, you know, got to get it in. But, uh, <laughs> you know, it is what it is. <laughs> oh, man. A four-month booking. Would you look at that? Go ahead, though. Price Labs. Speaking of Price Labs, the next episode, we're going to interview the Price Labs guy. Yes, we will be. So you guys out there that have struggled through the... Not struggled through. This has been a, this has been a fun ep. Um, uh, they're, watching, they're doing the Facebook Live. Watching on Facebook Live. Um, go to the... What the hell am I saying? Stick around, because right after this one, in 30 minutes, we're going to interview the Price Labs guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're about to get our boy... Anurag on, you know, Price What's Labs. Up? He's about to Price Lab it up and give us all the good game on that. Yeah, Price Labs. Apparently, Micah says Price Labs is the truth. And if Micah says it's the truth, it's the truth. Hey, I'm, it's the truth right now. I'm looking at a 34-night <laughs> booking right now. I'm like, yo, hold up. It's a nice little chunk of change. Oh, yeah, it's a nice little chunk of change. So, yeah. We- <laughs> so, yeah, Price Labs is the truth. But we're about to find out the real truth from the Price Labs creator. Um, but yeah, um, this is a good episode. We had some good game about some real estate. Steve will be dropping the full episode soon. Um, catch us on liveletthrive.com. Our merchandise is officially out. Raheem, I knew you asked about it. You said the merch is fully out. Um, <laughs> what else we got going on? Where else can they? Oh yeah, follow us on Instagram. You can follow my uh, personal business page on Instagram, Share Bed and Breakfast. I always post a bunch of stuff on there, so... We got a lot of good stuff coming. SLFamilyRentals.com. There That's you go. where my stuff's going to be. Check it out. So, yeah. Well, we hope y'all are doing great. We hope y'all are getting some value out of this show. We have a freaking blast doing it. Matter of fact, <laughs> yeah. And if y'all ever feel like Steve and throwing in the towel, holla at me. I will give you all the advice you need to keep on thriving. You know, if you want to, if you have having issues, I can figure out your issue and we'll figure it out. See how you can keep going, make this thing passive as possible. Micah might talk you down from the ledge. Yes, sir. I'll talk you down from the ledge. <laughs> I put some bread in that pocket. And it's a bread in mine, too. <laughs> and, uh, but yeah, man. Uh, we'll holla at you. LLT out. Peace. Later. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Live, Let, Thrive. Be sure to tune in next week for all the latest in the world of Airbnb and all that entails. Bye-bye.